Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome in. Oops. What the heck is going on with this thing? Everything screwed up here again? That's not good. Sounds like the Zenith needs to get smashed. All right. Welcome in to the Eric Zane Show podcast. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. But I, I feel like I got to put my fist through this. Hold on. I wasn't really putting my fist through it, but... After a rip roaring start, late to start the show, never good, never good. Uh, and then here I am. Yesterday, this is the phone call I got. It was a FaceTime, and I pick it up, and I was actually sitting on the toilet. So what you do is you put it real close to your face so that uh, your daughter, in this case, Jacqueline, doesn't know. But then I realize that she's not going to care because the tone of her voice tells me there's a problem. She goes, uh, we have a situation. Now, she just got back from a trip. We had been helping take care of uh, the house and stuff and but I guess she walked in and they noticed something. And she says, we have a situation. And uh, she said, I said, well, what, what is it? And I'm like, please don't be something like someone's hurt or dead or uh, you were robbed. You know, hang on. I got to drink this. She goes, we have a bat in our house. I go, you do. Okay. Um, Wow. And uh, I go, let me check it out. And uh, she flips the um, FaceTime and and I see the little bugger and he's on top of the couch and he's kind of out of it. He's probably been there. He's probably a little tired or maybe thirsty or hungry or something like that. And she goes, every time I get close to him, he makes noise. I go, yeah, he probably doesn't like you. You're probably scared. You probably scare him and he doesn't want... Yeah, it's a, it's a bat for God's sake. It isn't a fucking guinea pig. 
What do we do? I guess one of two things you can um, just cover him up with a Tupperware bowl and then uh, slide the lid of that Tupperware, you know, upside, you know, it, capture him in there and throw him outside or, or take a blanket. Actually, my first suggestion was take a blanket and just lay it on him and then grab him. Uh, and then walk outside and set the, the uh, not blanket, but the towel down. And then he will uh, detach himself from it and be on his way eating bugs. I go, there's, there's no, and she wouldn't do this anyway, but I go, I don't think you can kill bats. I think you get like a bat ticket. Tyler says, no, no. The first thing you do is immediately locate two things, garlic and sharp wooden steak. Shut up. Corey says the new Twitch updates are going to seriously conflict with how you advertise on the show, Eric Zane. Send me an email. I thought I saw that, but I didn't I didn't pay attention to it. But I digress, of course. Uh, Kenny says, how about a plastic bag and a tree? No, I don't think you want to kill the bat. And, um, so Justin is kind of there and he's got a wooden spoon in his hand. And, uh, he hears my advice and she hears my advice and no one's really doing anything. And then Jackie actually, she goes, here, let me do it. And she called my son-in-law a pussy. And I'm like, what? I go, Jackie, come on. And uh, then she, okay, she's like sneaking up to it. She goes, I can't, it's in a bad spot. I go, well, you're going to have to figure something out here. I you know, I, I don't know what it is about people when they're when they're doing something new or different or, or they're a little bit, you know, they, they're not really sure. Just fucking do it. You know, don't fuck around. Don't ask a million questions. The end of the day, I don't care what you have to do. Get that thing out of the house. Horrible comment by Maureen says bat catching is a man's job. Yeah, there's no room for uh, uh, gender comments like that antagonizing the men in here. We are not your objects to just do your bidding. The fuck? Jackie's like, let me do it. And calls him a pussy. Let me do it, pussy. Like, Jesus Christ, you can't do that. You can't emasculate him like that. Uh, then I, I, I hang up and then she says, we screwed up. We don't, now we can't find it. I go, what how, how? And she says, well, it's, it screeched at me and then it fluttered a little and I freaked out. And so I ran out the front door and now we don't know where it is. She goes, is it going to bite us at night? I go, 
I don't think so. It's a bat. It's not a fucking wolf. Just well, online it says that they bite you at night and then it's going to bite our dog and it's going to bite us. And I'm like, look, I don't know. If it were me, I'm more concerned about the bat. I want you to leave out um, some fruit, maybe like peaches and uh, set out some food for it and, a, and bananas and water. I gotta, I gotta get her on the phone here. Find out what's up. Hey, Dad, we got a situation. Hey, Gunner, we got a situation here. You won't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah. You know why I'm calling you. I do. Are you at home still? No, I'm at work. What's the update on the bat? I don't know. I don't know where it is. The bat exterminator called me on my way to work, and they're coming today at 4. I don't think they kill them, though. I think they capture No, them. they, like, do an inspection of the home and, like, figure out where they're coming in and then steal it off, and then they and put, like, a one-way valve so that, like, yep. it, it does escape and then it can't come back in. So, yeah. Um, it was terrible. Let's start at the beginning. You referred okay. to Justin as a pussy. He is. He's a big baby. I didn't like that. I, you know. Sorry. <laughs> and then you freaked out. What did it do that caused you to run out of the house? Um, it took off and started flying around the house. <laughs> well, why did so you? I ran out the house screaming. If you were to just throw the towel on top of it, it would it would not be able to move. I tried, and then it took off. I couldn't. I couldn't. It was in the crack between the the couch and the wall, so yeah. like I couldn't just throw the towel on it because then I wouldn't be able to grab it. So I was trying to grab it with the towel, and then it took off. Oh man, no! And it was and it was screeching at me, and I had a wooden spoon to try and like push it into the towel, and it bit the spoon. So I was like, okay, it's not happy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I had I, these little little fangs, so it was freaky. And Justin was more scared than I am. He was, uh, you, you, now, were you able to see his little cute face? It's not cute. It's ugly. I sent you a picture. Oh, I'll have to look at that. It's I, in the group chat. I, I love them. I think they're adorable. No, they're not. They're so ugly. And they're very, very helpful, by the way. Okay, well, I hate them. No, they uh, they 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 eat a lot of uh, bugs and shit. Well, they're not supposed to be in my house. Well, okay, so and so we had to vacate. Wait a minute, <laughs> y you didn't sleep in the house? No, I told you we went to a hotel. I didn't know that part. I texted you back. I didn't see that. This is an update that I'm just learning right now. You you went to a hotel last night? Yes, with Cece. We read on the internet that you're not that it could be unsafe to sleep if the bat is in your room, and we didn't know where it was, so it could be in our room. And then when it's dark, it's going to start flying around, and it could bite. Oh my god! And if it bites Cece, I don't want it. What if it has rabies? Uh, people are agreeing with your decision. Oh, good. That makes me feel better. 
<laughs> Although this is a little extreme. It's 11 o'clock at night. We had to go to a hotel. But... Yeah, they probably thought there was like a booty call going on. Ew, no. It was Justin and, I, and our dog. What if they didn't let the dog in? We looked up pet friendly hotels, so it was fine. All right. Um, yeah, it was horrible. God. What yeah. a nightmare. And you wouldn't come help me. And that's me. the other thing. You said, hey, can you come over and help us? I'm like, and you wouldn't help. Absolutely not. Absolutely. That's so not. rude. No. That's so rude. These are important things that have to happen where Mm-mm. you have to take care of it on your own. That's- yeah, well, if you would have came and helped us, we wouldn't have had to stay in a hotel. No. No, that's that. And, and Kenny makes a good point. He says that's Justin's job now, not Eric's. Well, Justin clearly is no help. Well, I did you see the did you see the video I sent? No, I haven't seen anything. Oh my God! Will you read your message? Well, I know I wake up and then I get ready to do this. I don't sit there and I look at the. I sent it last night. I went to bed. I, t- I actually put my phone on Do Not Disturb so that I wouldn't be bothered by this. You should actually go watch it right now. It's really funny. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, Ryan writes bat people told a buddy of mine that the bat that entered the home was a protected species and was nesting and could not be removed due to federal protections also bat poop bat poop is highly toxic and after nesting season they were finally able to be removed or some shit like that Um, Um, the bat people are coming at four today so all right do you have the video on your phone on my phone? Yeah. Yeah. Can you email it to me? Sure. Don't text it. I need it. Okay. Email. Okay. Don't snap at me. Don't don't get <laughs> mad. What did I do? <laughs> Nothing. You didn't help me. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. Uh. All right. All right. Thank you. I'll send it to you. Thanks for nothing. Oh, no, that's, you don't need to uh, snark out. I mean, (laughs) it's completely not fair. I'm not going to go drive 15 miles at 10 o'clock at night because (laughs) these two wimps uh, can't put it together. I'm surprised people didn't call the police because I sprinted out of the house screaming. Really? You were running out of the house screaming? Yes, and then Justin was in the house and he's like, CG, go! No, CG! Is this all on the video? No, I wish. The video was me joking with him. Like, he's, we're downstairs looking for the bat, and I fake pretended I saw it. Mm. <laughs> it's funny. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay. Okay. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Dumbass. Amanda says she's so your kid. Hmm. On the office, Dwight shows exactly how to get rid of a bat. Corey asks Ashley, do you think Joe would have done battle with the bat? She says Joe would not have. He would have screamed and ran and paid someone. Uh, By the way, I uh, began my process yesterday of uh, my little project. 
of uh, chit-chatting with the uh, SBA and the Inspector General of the United States. You know, the Inspector General and the SBA are uh, very much reliant on the public who suspect that uh, something strange has occurred in regards to PPP loans. And there's a wonderful, wonderful, easy to access uh, NARC page, government NARC page, where you you say, "Hey, uh, I think this is uh, this is weird," and you like tell your tale, and then they go, "Thanks," and then uh, they run out the ground ball, just in case, you know. Just in case somebody is, you know, stealing money from the federal government. It's a very simple process. Ryan says, I need this NARC page for my old employer. Share it. Uh, Amanda says that never works. I tried to rat out my baby daddy for not paying taxes because he still owed me like four grand. Didn't do shit. This is a little different though. This is the hot thing. SBA loans after the pandemic. And besides, they probably know it's you. So that's why they don't want to help. All right. This is where you go. You go there. And then this is what it looks like. Part one. I choose to provide my complaint anonymously. I choose to identify myself for the complaint. And then you basically look, it even says wrongdoer details. <laughs> and you give the information wrongdoer business details owns radio stations. Complaint narrative, choose files to upload, and all that shit. Oh my God, this is uh, the plot thickens indeed. Oh boy, that is uh, this is gonna be good. I will keep you posted. I don't know if well, there's just really nothing that can keep me posted. Hey, I don't know what the hell is wrong with this. You hear that scratchiness? It's not Zenith related. It's this fader. This fader's all scratchy and stupid. I don't know what the fuck is going on today. All right. Tyler says it sounds like there's a bat in the Zenith. Kenny might be the only guy who gets child support. All right. That's good, though. Helps take care of the kids. Uh, not the only thing pet-related. Well, I shouldn't say that the bat is pet-related, but Jacqueline's concerns about Cece getting attacked by a bat uh, are part of that story. But part of this story is 
Son of a bitch. As I opened the back door yesterday, I hear my neighbor's dog bark. And right then I immediately goes to I go to close the back door. But Bruce goes right out the back door. And now he's standing on the back concrete. And he's on high alert. His ears are up. And he's like, what did I just fucking hear? What did I hear? And uh, and he's got this standoffish look to him. And I'm like, don't. Don't. Now, a long time ago, I started making it a regular thing to put him on the damn leash. When we go out. Of course, He's not on the leash right now. And then I hear the dog bark and they just got another dog. So another dog barks and he jumps down the retaining walls and he's now in the open. He is running across my yard towards my neighbor behind me. And I'm like, oh, it is there's only one way, two ways to get him back when he does this. There have been times when I've chased him so thoroughly through the neighborhood that he just lays down from exhaustion. That's the absolute worst way. The other way is if you see someone in the neighborhood that he's about to intercept with or uh, intersect with or, or cross paths or be near, you have to yell, hey, can you call him towards you? Hey, can you can you call him towards you? Uh, Amanda and Kenny, uh, I'm about to uh, silence you. Just letting you know. You're, you're, you're both being silenced because I'm doing a show. And no one wants to hear about your goddamn discussions concerning you and your money. So shut the fuck up and let me do my show. How many times do I have to talk to you fucking morons about your goddamn conversations between you when I'm trying to do a show? Shut the fuck up. God damn it. Amanda is so blatheringly stupid. Do you, when are you going to get it through your fucking cave woman head? Fucking a Ryan, Ryan's right. He says, you'd think they'd learn Kenny's, probably about 15% responsible for this, but he needs, he needs to be put on fucking blast. But Amanda is cataclysmically stupid. How, why do you keep doing this shit? Do you have any idea how much of a struggle it is for everyone else and me when all you do is talk about the stupid shit concerning you on the goddamn chat no one gives a fuck about it do your own goddamn podcast and then you can talk about it motherfucker 
shit! Oh, I'm so pissed. I don't even want to continue. You see? Ryan says, now I don't remember what you were talking about. I'm sad. that This is how this goes. Every single time with this ridiculous moron. Why do I like you? Why do I even care about you? You know, you do this to me every fucking time. Son of a bitch. Ugh. It's always you two. And you two sit there and you're like, this is what... Uh, uh, this is why we all say you, you two should have sex. And then you sit there and deny that you don't want to roll in each other's folds, but you really do. You secretly do just go away for the day. Don't come back. Get out of the stream. Don't do it. I don't want to see you or hear you for the rest of the fucking show. Fuck. And then it always takes an extreme, over-the-top, uh, uh, a destructive blast against you in order to get you to finally shut up. Dear Meathead in 30 minutes, if you could tailor your questions to something about the ridiculous scenario that just happened, that would be awesome. Uh, Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. Definitely reach out with an email. I have one question for Dad. And now I'm in an absolutely bad mood. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. If you have a question for Dad, for Dear Meathead, send them along, please. Anyway... As I was saying, before the gruesome twosome decided to uh, break down their personal bullfuck. I'm now on the hunt. Bruce has wandered through one yard and is now in the yard where those dogs are. And the dogs are on top of a deck and they're like, the dogs can't get out and the family is up there and they're like having a snack and there's like very young children and I'm pissed. And so, um, they hear me say, God damn son of a bitch motherfucker. I'm yelling this stuff out loud and they, everybody knows I'm pissed. Everybody thinks I'm a psychopath and some dude is over at Witten's house, um, helping with like some yard work. I think it was a volunteer thing. That whole business about the passing of Tory. So there's been a lot of people that's been helping out the Wittens. So this poor dude there, he's just minding his own business, working on the yard. And here I am screaming and yelling, trying to hop the fence. The fence is not a good fence. And it's like, uh, I'm having a hard time getting over it because well, it isn't because it's not a good fence. It's because I'm fucking old. Like I used to be able to like put my hands on top of the fence jump and my legs go over it 
like a gymnast. But now I have to kind of like hang on it and one leg goes over and then I'm straddling it and then lay on it and then the other leg goes over. I would have been just as fast if I just ran around, you know? Um, but so now I'm, I'm, I'm balancing on it with one leg over it, my left leg over one side, my right leg over the other side. And, uh, then my pants get stuck. So now I, I like, I'm starting to fall off the uh, fence, but I'm going to rip my pants. I got a pair of sweats on. So I'm motherfucking and son of a bitching and God damning and losing my shit. And uh, everybody's looking at me. They, people are out. They're, they're watching this happen. And then just before that happens, I say to the dude, I go, hey, man, can you uh, maybe if you can you call him? To, and he kind of like doesn't really do it the way I wanted him to do it. So Bruce just runs by and like, ha ha. Like, oh, shit. I finally get over the fence. I run by this guy. Now I'm on the next cul-de-sac and there's Bruce looking at me and he's like, fuck you. Fuck you. So if anybody else, not me, calls him over, he'll he'll go to them. Okay. But um, not me. He's just laughing in my face. Uh I hear the neighbor who's got the dogs on the porch on the deck with the kids and they go, yeah, Bruce is over here. Bruce is out again. I'm like, oh, God, so embarrassing. Uh, I go running around and that now I've gone all the way around their house and Bruce is just having the time of his life. He sees a gardener again and I go, Hey, uh, he's coming around. Can you like bend down to pet him? And he does. And Bruce stops. And I go, hang on to him. I, I say, I like barked at the guy. I go, don't let him go. So I go running up to Bruce and I scoop him the fuck up. And oh, I was so pissed. So pissed. And, uh, you know, then I have to muster up a, hey, thank you, thank you. But all I want to do is uh, find a volcano to throw Bruce in right now. Okay? I, it's that bad. I think that if uh, if I had to compare my love for the dogs, like if O'Neal did the thing that I hate and ate poop, and uh, Bruce got away, I think I would... Um, love O'Neal more, even though he'd eaten poop. I put him on my shoulder, walk to the house. Okay, that's it. No more. And I was like, motherfuck. And I, how many times have we done this on this show where I've said, I've said to you, you won't believe what happened. I left, I went, I took Bruce. Bruce left the house without a leash on. Dozens of times. And then, like, the one time, it's always the same. The one time, uh, things kind of go south. Unbelievable. Hey, I'm going to change this. I'm going to make a uh, technical adjustment. I want you to hang on. 
check, uh, check, 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 check. That that is much better. You're like, I don't hear anything. No, it's it's definitely de- definitely different. I think. Every time this happens, I, I picture er, seeing Eric uh, running around the neighborhood from a doorbell cam with Benny Hill music chasing a dog. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> Thank you for being here. I'm in a horrible mood now. Seriously. I need to say, I mean, a lot of the times I just kind of overreact and freak out. Amanda, you have to stop this. You have to stop making this show about you. We're at a crossroads. You either can't be a listener anymore, or you're just going to commit to not telling us your personal life stories about all your dramatics going on that have happened in the past. Okay? If you can somehow um, corral that you would make me happier and and you and you want to make me happy right you love me please please I'm begging you I'm begging you because screaming at you and saying terrible things about you it doesn't help Corey says, Nah, we like the beat-ups. Aram says we have to have this conflict between Amanda and Eric. No, we don't. I don't like this. You think I like getting mad? No. Kenny says, hey, man, I felt like it was too much. So I did stop replying to Amanda. I'll take that 15% though. Well, that's growth, Kenny, because typically uh, if I... Uh, do what I did, you'll hold your breath and uh, have a heart attack. So I'm glad that you experienced some growth there. Yeah, you see, that's weird. Tyler says, I enjoy angry Eric. Corey likes it. So, yeah, but I don't, I don't like, I only do this. When I mean it, I don't like it to happen. You can't do this all the time. I would prefer it didn't. I don't give a shit what you guys like. I don't want to be pissed off. I couldn't believe that. It was comment after comment after comment about something to do with her ex-husband or some shit. It's like, you must be an absolute narcissist to think that anyone gives a fuck. The only person who was engaging you is the one that we're trying to get you to have sex with. Aram says Amanda's band time must be over. Come on back. No, no, don't. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Please don't. I'm begging you. 
don't speak. I, I, I'm pleading with you. Don't talk. Cole says, who cares about the ex-husband? Let's get back to girls club hockey. Oh my God. So many examples of these uh, ridiculous off the reservation storylines and comments that no one cares about. Ryan says, angry big fraud should have his own cartoon like Fat Albert. Shut up. My God. Um, all right. I'm going to try to move on. Dear Meathead, in moments. Eric at EricZaneShow.com if you have a question for Dad. Let's see. Jackie's video. I think I can make this happen. Jacqueline, my daughter. A uh, sequence with a bat. I got to upload it to Dropbox. Hang on. It'll take a second. While that does that, let me um, say that if you are on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, I'm going to kick you out now. So this is why you need to be on Twitch. All right. Uh, go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. If you want to be part of it or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane live. Subscribe to the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Subscribe to more than one platform. It helps. Patreon is free for seven days. Always. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Aram says, was the ban have a uh, hammer ever sponsored? No, but that would be great. Um, all right. Hang on. Let's fuck shit up. Check, check, test, test. Um, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Ben and Eric Patreon podcast goes on tonight. Not to mention we will record Who Are These Zanes? Next week, Who Are These Free Beers? Where we will uh, dissect the um, candle recall segment. They had a riveting bit of content on a recall of a candle. The level of insipidness and the over-the-top attempts to be funny were so palpable, I nearly threw up. Um, if I hear good radio, I'll, I'll point it out. Um, but there was uh, 100% some of the worst things I've ever heard on the radio. It was an over-the-top attempt to be funny. The joke tagging alone, where one person says a joke and then five more say another joke and they all go in like five different directions, was off the charts. 
That will be featured next week. All right. Let's see. Where is this video? Okay. I'm so defeated. Joke leapfrog, as it's known. Oh, yeah. Joke leapfrog. Audio check, video check. Justin cannot find the bat. By the way, that's a murder basement. He probably lives down here. <laughs> that's not funny, Jackie. That's not funny. <laughs> that's not funny, Jackie. He lives down here. Look at him. <laughs> she scared the shit out of him. <laughs> That's not funny, Jackie. That's not funny. Did you do that on purpose? Yeah, she did it on purpose. She's my daughter. <laughs> you see, this is why I'm glad I didn't come over. That moment right there had to happen. I could come down on the by the way, people that big are not supposed to be that frightened. He probably lives down here. <laughs> That's not funny, Jackie. <laughs> no, it is. Oh, that's classic. She's, uh... She's a shit like her father, and it's hilarious. No, it was an accident. Just happened to be recording. That's like the basement Walt killed the drug dealer in. All right. Awesome. Uh, okay, now, as I'm calming down, um, I just wanted to say to Amanda that I don't feel bad about any of that. I'm still, I'm calm and still incensed by that. You probably thought I was going to say, Hey, I'm calm now. I'm sorry. I yelled at you. No, I'm not. I'm glad. I'm happy. I yelled at you. She left. Oh, thank God. God, thank baby Jesus. Oh, I don't even know if she was married, but I, I, uh, I support the guy, you know, whoever it was, whether it was a husband or someone that gave her his semen. I'm team semen guy. If I, if I had a, sh I can make a shirt. It says, uh, I love Amanda's baby daddy. I would, I should do that. 
Hashtag Team Jizz. Team uh, Amanda Baby Mama Jizz. Ugh. When she's sitting there bitching about all the shit she went through, I'm like, yeah, I don't believe a word of it. Josh says, quote, I'm team semen guy. Someone's got to cut that clip and use it for evil. Oh, you could use anything I say in the show for evil. Ugh. I, I think I could do a best of just rants, attacks on audience members. And it's usually, it's always been Kenny and Amanda. Very rarely is it anyone else. The problem with that is locating those. I don't know. Maybe I could just re- do search on my platform and the word Amanda. Maybe that would do it. Ugh. All right. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. For Dear Meathead. Where are we right now? Okay, Nathan sent a couple. Brian sent one. Uh, And Laura in New Jersey. Send them along, eric at ericzanecho.com. Best of Amanda Rage Outs. I tell you what, I will make an attempt. If I were smart after every show, like after today's show, I would lift the rage out and then save it for a rainy day. But I don't want anything to do with this rage out today because I'm that pissed. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not thinking clearly right now. For the next one hour and nine minutes, I'm pissed. So all I want to do when I get done with the show is like, fuck this shit and then shut it all down and then go let the dog out and chase Bruce around the fucking neighborhood. I think it, it lays out nicely, though, for the rest of the show because, honestly, when I'm pissed off, I think more clearly. It makes me sharp when I'm pissed off. And I'm pissed off. All right. For you five, I think I meant to get rid of people on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, but then I kept you here. Uh, I'm saying goodbye to the folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I kind of like had to announce that again. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I know what the fuck is wrong with me. Facebook and Twitter. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by uh, my friends at Blue Frost IT. Follow on those platforms. Follow on YouTube. Eric Zane Show on YouTube. I still am, I'm still convinced I'm having a problem with this fucking mic. Shit. One thing after another today. There was a huge hockey rant when they traveled to Boston. I tell you what, if you guys are able to locate stuff, 
about the uh, about Amanda, let me know timestamps. Brandis says the mic sounds way better now. I apologize for that. I guess all it took was hitting the damn zenith, I guess. It had like a, a certain level of distortion to it. That was pissing me off. Thank you, Brandis. Who's just waiting for me to say that she looks like Juliette Lewis. <clears throat> she does, though. I mean, it's remarkable how much she looks like Juliette Lewis. All right. Motherfucking hell. Uh, the open and live stream and rant on this show brought to you by TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Book them for an event. Uh, Bring your whole crew out to TC Paintball and have a damn good time. Berlin Raceway. There's races today. The Money in the Bank race. Big purse. These guys are racing for some serious cash. Go see the races tonight. Berlinraceway.com. 20 bucks get you in. Kids, 15 and under, free, parking free. Bring a cooler with everything you want to drink except booze. No glass. Berlinraceway.com. There's also races Saturday and uh, 14 bucks a pop for those tickets. A little bit cheaper. Love it. Yeah, they, they charge you more on the Saturday and the Wednesday deal because they got to pay for the purse. For these folks. Thank you, Berlin Raceway. Online at berlinraceway.com. Okay. Before I get to dad, I need to go potty. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Rick says, I feel like I should pay better for all the enthusiasm. Yeah, that might have been a little lackluster. I'll make it up to you in the next one. Hey, what's up? It's your pal Easy with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And, of course, it's a video camera, so it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap 
okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com.
Corey writes, go, yeah, go play paintball or some shit. I don't care what you do. Sorry, Rick. Imagine this though, Rick. Let's say you're doing the safety speech. Uh... Before uh, a group is getting ready to play. Hey, uh, pay attention, please. Uh, keep your mask on and, uh, okay, make sure you keep your barrel sock on and uh, hair, uh, you know, and then you've got uh, two people who both look like Grimace um, having a ridiculous conversation out loud that has nothing to do with anything while you're trying to do your safety speech. Can you imagine if that happened and how upset you would be? And then a week later, they showed up again to play and the same thing happened. And then a week later, they showed up again to play. And this went on for like five years. How can you imagine you would, you would take one of your paintball guns and with the butt end of it, you would you would fucking hit them right in the fucking face. Ugh. Ryan says it's like those poor flight attendants before the safety speech as well. No, it, people may not be paying attention to the safety speech, but they're not. The, the pilots or the uh, uh, passengers aren't like talking about something else right in front of the lady as she's talking or the guy who doesn't it just doesn't work that way my god uh when you're in a bad mood just eat an edible you won't care as much no i like being mad sometimes like I said, it makes me sharper. I want... I, sharpness is good. All right. Let's bring Dad in for Deer Meathead, brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Hello. Hello. Guess what? He slept in. Yes. He's uh, waking up right yeah, now. I'll, I'll, I'll call back in like half an hour. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. He slept in. <laughs> That's great. I don't know what's going on, guy. I have no clue what's happening. Oh, boy. I'm a happy. Happy dog. I'm a happy, 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 and a happy dog. Okay. Uh, let us get into this. This one's kind of uh, captivating people. Um, there's a guy who uh, used to be, I think he's ex-military, and he used to be in charge of, like, everything top secret. And... Uh, he is saying, oh, yeah, uh, I am. Hey, I'm a whistleblower. And I am here to tell you that uh, we have alien aircraft, a lot of alien aircraft 
in our possession. Alien aircraft in our possession. Uh, I absolutely believe this. This is a News Nation show with uh, Elizabeth Vargas. And uh, audio check, video check. Let us get into this. From a military whistleblower, UFO wreckage recovered by the U.S. kept classified by a secret government program for decades. Tonight, a world television exclusive you will only see on News Nation. Welcome to Elizabeth Vargas Reports, earning your trust every night. exist. The U.S. government found quite a number of them, and they are indeed of non-human origin. Those are the explosive allegations from a former intelligence officer tonight. So while she's describing this, they're showing one of those black and white videos that we've all seen taken from our fighter jets cameras of these things going at unbelievable speeds and uh, then stopping on a dime and continuing on their way. Always remarkable video in a whistleblower complaint that the inspector general is taking very seriously. 36-year-old Air Force veteran David Grush is exposing what he calls a top-secret military program that has reportedly found wreckage of fully intact UFOs. The government now calls them UAPs, or Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena. For years, there have been whispers and rumors that the government had aircraft of non-human origin. This report is the first evidence it might be true. The inspector general has called Grush's complaint urgent and credible. Tonight, we have a world television exclusive interview with the whistleblower. So the inspector general uh, has to uh, deal with this and a report about some guy who stole money allegedly from uh, for PPP loans. I what? Probably he'll go with the aliens first on his list of things to do. Yeah, but my husband, took, my baby daddy took money. Guess what, guys? I'm hanging out with a hockey team and my baby daddy took in which he claims we not only have the aircraft, but the government has been keeping much of it secret from Congress and from the public. News Nation senior national correspondent Brian Anton is here with the story, and this is a blockbuster. It is a blockbuster. It's really hard to wrap your mind around this. I've been working on this for the past couple of weeks. I'm still having a hard time. Pro hey, everybody, I know you're talking about UFOs. But did I mention that I got ripped off by my gay baby daddy? Right. Processing, uh, processing all of it all, over the last couple of years. It sort of became mainstream to discuss UFOs. The government has released videos. They've acknowledged that we don't know what some of this stuff is out there that we have on camera. But this really takes it all to another level. For the very first time, the world is about to hear from a former high-level U.S. intelligence officer who says the government has some of the unidentified craft in its possession. He is revealing these exclusive details about the secret government program. 
They're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. Oh my gosh, dude. Wow. We have all seen these blurry videos of unidentified flying objects. Video evidence, if you will, that old tales of UFOs may not all be conspiracy theories. In recent years, Congress starting an official U.S. government Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, recently renamed the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or AERO. And now in a News Nation exclusive, David Grush, an Air Force veteran, former member of that task force, and veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, is formally blowing the whistle on secrets he says no one has ever shared publicly before. You are one of the most trusted former intelligence officials in the U.S. defense and intelligence establishment. Yes, I was. You were trusted with the most intimate secrets. Yes. Grush sitting down with award-winning investigative journalist Ross Coulthart, who's reporting for News Nation and has spent years reporting on the UFO question. What conclusion did you come to at the end of your time on the UAP task force? Uh, the UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? <laughs> what, what the fuck do you think that means? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin. Crashes, and then we, we get them. We retrieve the crashes. Hmm. And uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft, if you will. Non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed we have okay so he just said we have flying saucers spacecraft from another species we do yeah how many quite a number you're kidding no i thought it was totally nuts and i thought at first i was being deceived it was a ruse people started confiding in me they approached me i have Plenty of current and former senior intelligence officers that came to me, many of which I knew almost my whole career, that confided in me they were a part of a program. They named the program. I've never heard of it. And they, they told me, based on their oral testimony, um, and they provided me documents and other, other proof, that there was, in fact, a program that the UAP task force was uh, not read into. Grush okay, of course this is true. I mean... Look at the people that are listening to this show and watching this show today. Several of those people must be aliens. They try to assimilate with us, but they don't quite get all of the cues. You know, they, they reveal themselves. For example, uh, one of the... Um, Amanda must be an alien. I mean, that that can that is the only logical explanation for her inability uh, to pay attention to what is going on on this show and, uh, and instead blurt out her own personal drama. That only an alien, that is the only logical explanation. And Kenny is half alien. That's That explains why these two are always kind of like you know, popping up like whack-a-mole with various bits of dramatics. And we must bash them over the head like whack-a-mole as hard as, as hard as we fucking can. That's how this works. Grush alleges the U.S. government has recovered non-human craft for decades. He's filed a whistleblower complaint saying he gave what he calls the classified proof to Congress and the intelligence community inspector general. 
NewsNation has confirmed David Grush's credentials and resume. We've not seen or verified the alleged proof he says he's provided to investigators. He says he can't show us the proof for national security reasons. Why is he in a hotel room? Reasons. He also tells us he's not seen photos of the alleged craft himself, but has talked extensively with other intelligence officials who have. If you're right, if you're telling us the truth, mm -hmm. everyone, the entire American public, has been lied to for decades. Yeah, there's a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral. You are saying to the human race, for the first time, an official intelligence representative at a high level from the U.S. government is saying publicly, we are not alone. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points. Okay, I want the government to keep lying about this. I want it to seem like this guy's a psychopath because even though he's making perfect points and perfect sense and he doesn't seem crazy, you know that most people are going to think this guy's a lunatic. Okay? The government needs to keep lying to us. Yes, there absolutely are aliens. We, I believe that. Everything this guy says, I believe. I also believe that the government should keep lying to us. We can't even, in this society, handle when uh, a beer company gives a case of beer to a, a guy turning into a girl. We can't, we can't even process that normally. How the fuck are we going to process this? We're not. Because so many people are dumb fucks. Empirically, that we're not alone, yeah. Do we have bodies? Do we have species of Well, naturally, um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um, sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots. And uh, believe it or not, as, fan as fantastical as that sounds, it's true. It's also harder for people to wrap their... Okay, so now he didn't say, he didn't come out and say, yes, we have bodies. He just said, usually when there's a wreckage, you would have a body. Minds around the concept of... Whoa, oh my God. It looks like fucking Howard Stern's becoming a woman. A crashed object from somewhere else. It's easier to accept that, yeah, we see things in the sky that we can't explain. Journalist Leslie Kane broke Rush's whistleblower story this morning in the debrief. Ms. Kane's career has been mainstream and credible, having written a series of reports on UFOs in the New York Times dating back to 2017. He has the credentials, but there's no documents that he's handed over. There's no pictures. And as a journalist, you want to see documents. You want to see pictures. Does that raise a red flag? Not at all, Brian. I mean, you mean documents that actually describe the craft? Correct, that, yeah, like government yeah. documents, or to, to be able to see it for ourselves. Of course, don't we all want that? And uh, Okay, so he didn't see it himself. He doesn't produce documents. You, it's just his word. It's just him talking. And that's not going to do anything. The problem with that is all of that information is classified. You know, as we said in the story, everything that Grush told Congress and told the the um, inspector general of both the IC, the intelligence community inspector general, and the Department of Defense inspector general. All of that information is classified. In 2017, Kane reported exclusively in the New York Times that the Pentagon had a secret UFO program. Three years later, the Pentagon confirmed her story. Her latest report is even more explosive, but Kane says she has multiple sources who back up Grush's story. I believe it because of all the sources I have who have told me the same thing. 
So who am I to doubt these very, very high-level people who have been inside these programs for decades? What I want to know is if the government wants this to be kept quiet and people like this are blowing the whistle, how come they're not dead? You would think that this would be something that they would be like, uh, yeah, we need an accident to happen. We can't have, uh, these people still can't handle Bud Light. Uh, yeah, we need to kill this guy to shut him up. Have done their work and are all telling me the same thing. I mean, I, I don't think there's some kind of a conspiracy among all these people who don't know each other to make something like this up. So I've got to be blunt about this. Yeah. You're not making this up. This no. is not a lie. No, absolutely not. Because everybody watching this right now is looking at your face. Mm -hmm. They're going, is this guy for real? I am for real. And I'm, you know, I'm sitting here at great personal risk and obvious professional risk by talking to you today. And just within the last 10 minutes or so, the Pentagon has released a statement to News Nation. My first question is, are you making any money for this interview right now? Because if you're a true whistleblower... That answer should be no. That is a question that I would ask. But I'll bet you News Nation paid him. Nation about this report, they say to date, Arrow has not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. Arrow is committed to following the data and its investigation wherever it leads. Arrow working with the Office of the General Counsel and the Air Force Office of Special Investigations. Has All right, I'm going to bump forward. I'm getting bored established a safe and secure process for individuals to come forward with information both uh, testifying to many of these things that he said in our report tonight right and it's important to point out that this statement from the pentagon from arrow Gresh's is alleging that this top secret, top, top secret, secret program is keeping it a secret from Arrow. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. And if Gresh's, what he's saying is true, uh, you know, the spokespeople, all of those folks at that level wouldn't even know wouldn't this even was going on it. anyway. All right, I, I got to ask you, I, I, you know, he has a compelling story to tell. Very little of it seems like firsthand knowledge. Isn't he just repeating what somebody else has told him or somebody else has showed him? Yes, that is what he's doing. But he says he's talked to a number of people who are in very, very high level positions. He also had basically the highest level of uh, classified material information that he was able to receive. Uh, we went back and checked over, um, you know, his history, all of his credentials. Check out. out, check out completely. Uh, unfortunately, there's in really addition, a couple of people have come forward publicly to vouch for him, people who are high-ranking. They have. They have. And uh, this article first came out this morning, and I think it's interesting that, you know, there hasn't been any sort of effort to discredit what he has said uh, either from the de Defense Department. So well, they don't need to. They, they don't need to do that. The second they do that, this becomes more believable. So oh, interesting. So what happens, you know, and have we had any reaction, by the way, from members of Congress who have been, been taking this seriously? I saw a couple of interviews with people on the Hill, and it's always the same. They bring this up, and then the reporter will be like, well, and they always kind of chuckle. and oh, I haven't heard anything. This is wild. They always, like, laugh about it. And I can't think of anything that should be laughed about less, okay, other than uh, Amanda powerlifting. And um, 
to me, if I if I hear that there's that there's uh, 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 aliens on the planet, that's fucking serious shit. Think about it. If it's announced today that little green men actually walked up the steps of the White House. The whole, everything in the world would stop. We would not give a shit about anything else going on in the world other than that. It'd be incredible. In the last couple of years, we've seen congressional hearings. We've seen NASA's hearing just about a week ago on UFOs or UAPs, whatever you know you prefer to call them. Um, we've seen the DNI give a briefing to the White House on this. When we've been hearing whispers and rumors for years, I remember even former President Trump when he was in office sort of saying, oh my gosh, if you knew what I knew about UFOs. Yeah. So there's always been this intrigue. There has. And think about it, Elizabeth. If you go back 15 or 20 years, if we were sitting here talking about UFOs, people would think that we were nutty. Um, now it's gotten to the level of where it is somewhat accepted because the government has come forward to a certain extent and acknowledged that there are these videos that exist. The Navy has released the videos themselves and said, we're not sure exactly what this is that we're seeing. Uh, of course, what, what Gresh is saying really just sort of takes it to the next level. Boy, it sure does. It's Okay. Um, in my opinion, there's no fucking way that there's not aliens on this planet. Already, they're here now. There's so much out there that, in just in the past uh, few decades, been revealed by, by all of the uh, uh, telescopic exploration. Uh, Kepler, Hubble, and now James Webb about the vastness and the very real possibility uh, that um, life can exist in places. It's just absolutely uh, arrogant and egotistical that to think that on our rock alone is the only place where intelligent life could possibly exist. If you think about it, you know, it's, it's uh, when you look at how it all went with the distance from the sun, the uh, water being on this planet, all the years of that have passed to make human life possible. Why can't that happen in other places? That it may be with uh, the uh, a different level of intelligence that allows them to travel great distances further than what we travel. To think, oh, that could never happen because we are alone. You're fucking crazy. My God. All right. That was long, but I'm glad I uh, I'm glad I unpacked it. You probably won't hear much more about this. This is one of those stories that people are probably uh, getting sick of it. And they, they just don't care. We've already seen the grainy footage. We've already, we already, we need more as a society. Uh, Ryan says, I agree, Eric Zane. Why is this always a joke? Like when people on the steps of the, uh, of Congress are like, they're always like chuckling about it and laughing. It's like, this is not fucking funny. My God. All right, we get dad in here for dear me, dad. Brought to you, of course, by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Hello. Hey, Ruby. How you doing? Never better. How's it going over there? I don't know. I just got up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the rumor. You you slept in, huh? Yeah, I did. I love it. Uh, yeah, I just so was good. Okay, 
Well, how you doing? Uh, I'm never better. Yeah, have you seen like I've been seeing the stories about all these fires going on? Yeah. yeah. Was that? Where was that? Where was? It was Grayling, but was that in Grayling? There yeah. was one in Grayling, but it was about uh, it was several miles away from our place. So you're 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 untouched. Correct. Oh, good. God. Hey, hey, it started because somebody um, went to bed and didn't put out the campfire. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Oh, no. Which is exactly what we do. Wow. We just, like, go to bed. Ah, it'll be fine. I guess uh, because it's so dry, like, one spark is all it takes, and then that's what happened. And you know what? uh, They're going to try to get the guy, because they know whose property it started on, they're going to try to get that guy to pay for it all. It's got like millions of dollars. Oh, my God. Oh. How big of a fire was it? About 3,000 acres. Oh, my God. So, y- you know what? Uh, my new plan is I'm going to actually extinguish the fire every time we go to bed. Because w- we would never extinguish the fire. We just let it go. Yeah, yeah. It's not dry up there. You should uh, maybe you take a big bucket of water and put it outside of a camp, uh, the, the area that you're sitting. And when you're all done, just uh, sprinkle it with the water and I, hey, put it out. That's happening. I, you took the words right out of my mouth. Wow, uh, yeah, wow, definitely. Wow, 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 wow. Definitely going to do that. Man, all the years that we were out there, we never had this kind of issues. I don't get it. Well, we didn't make fires when it was dry. Yeah, we didn't make no fires in the dry weather. Well, when we were up there, it was very dry, so we did then. Oh, wow. so? Well, yeah, there was a sign that uh, when I was driving in, it says, uh, extremely dry, uh, avoid fires. Now, there's not a ban, but... Uh, when we were up there, there was uh, definitely people saying, hey, it's uh, very dry. You might not want to do a fire. Oh, my gosh. Hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, we lucked out. For 40 years. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. Because I, I think uh, we just let it go. Uh, that's exactly what we've always done. We just, like, let yeah. the embers sit, and then we go to bed, and all you're concerned about is the lawn chair. Tip the chairs over. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be darned. Well, we can always break the leaves away from the campfire. When, when yeah, I know, I know. But it's, it's, uh, the, the, since it hasn't rained in over a month, it's, uh, oh man, it's, it's kind of rough. It's terrible. It's going to burn right around here. They, they now, even, when we were up there just not too long ago, we didn't do that fire stuff. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. We did? Yeah. I don't remember. Well, <laughs> Hey, you know what? That happens. I certainly understand that you didn't re- didn't remember. We definitely sat by the fire. That's when uh, Mike was talking about uh, uh, Jehovah's Witness. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You were there. You were like, ah, uh, oh, shut up! I don't want to hear this anymore. Uh, oh yeah. So anyway, that uh, that that did happen. So we gotta we gotta be more careful going forward. Yeah, pull out your fire. Yes. Uh, you have a bucket of water alongside of it. Uh, yeah, and put it out when you're uh, Yeah, when that's, that's what we're doing. Uh, Laura, Laura has an email, Dad. She wants to ask you a question. Hi, Laura. Now, uh, what she's talking about is uh, 
You know how, like, during the COVID uh, pandemic, the government gave out uh, paychecks to um, for small businesses? Yeah. Well, she writes, I know of someone that defrauded the government of that money. And then oh, she says, she said, should I? I tell you. Well, her question is, should I tell the authorities or should I just not say anything? Okay, well let's let's put it this way. Let's say let's say your neighbor, uh, hypothetical situation, uh, is a real jerk and uh, beats up chicks. Let's say he every girlfriend he has he punches her in the face and you and you know it. And then you come to find out that that jerk stole money from the government. Would you tip off the government and say, "Hey, this guy, he uh, he stole." Would you do that? Yes, I would. Yeah, because you want because that guy he he deserves some uh, he he deserves his comeuppance. I know that I would probably have problems with him, but I would do that. I'd turn him in. Well, I don't know if you would because nowadays you can like uh, file an anonymous complaint. Well, okay, that's better yet. Yeah, even better, right? Sure, better yet. But hey, this guy should not get away with it. No, he shouldn't. He's probably a type of guy who's been getting away with nonsense his whole life. Look at acres of land that they destroyed. What are you talking about? No, hey, I, I think you're combining stories. Yeah, uh, he, uh, uh, we're talking about the guy who stole money from the government who also beat up his girlfriend. Well, hell. Yeah, he should, he should pay, right, Dad? He should pay. In fact, you should be told I wouldn't tell you that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think I get the idea. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Brian writes, good morning, Meathead. Morning, Ryan. Morning back to you. He says, I have a situation at work. When I'm trying to work, there's a couple, a man and a woman who looks like a man who talks about things that are totally unrelated to to what anyone is trying to do. It's extremely distracting. What should I do about this situation? Thank you. Sign Brian. Well, you know, you cannot fight the whole world with the things that you don't approve of. Just walk away from them. Well, what what if uh, you can't? What if you can't? What if you're like having a meeting with all the employees about uh, about the work to be done, and these that's two- different. But one-on-one type of thing, that's that's useless. Uh, okay. All you're doing is making an enemy yeah. of you, and the guy that does that never know how lousy he is that he will take it up with uh, yeah. his own personality. He has no idea. It's just he's just yeah. can't can't help himself. Yeah, well, I don't know. He's a jerk. That's what I'm thinking too. You know, you know somebody. Really. How, how can you not have that awareness? Uh, well, all right. Hey, listen, just keep your own area clean. Keep your own area clean. Got it. Your own mind 
and let it go. Keep yeah, keep a clean area, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, we can't. I can't go tell the guy, like a guy across the street. Uh, uh, go tell him, hey, listen, uh, you, you, we don't approve you doing that. Yeah. He goes, well, you go to hell. Yeah, yeah. I, so, nah. Keep your own area clean. That's what you're saying. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about mentally. You know? oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, Nathan writes, dear meathead, what is the best way to get my 13-year-old to stop swearing? Well, and obviously, uh, sometimes parents suspect their kid. That's not a good thing. Oh, man, I, I'm dumbfounded on that one. Uh, I, what about I don't the, know. What about the old wash their mouth out with soap? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, depends on how young they are. Well, this kid's he's 13. He's a 13-year-old. How many? Thirteen. Is the parents swear? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if if the parents swear, then that's um. Then, then you're dead. Yeah, you are dead. You kind of you, you might as well join them. You might as well say, hey, let's say swearing yeah, is now. Yeah, let's, uh, let's do some more. Now everybody needs to swear in the house. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, this is, this is not funny. No, no. Uh, no, smacking a kid is not helping me. No, I don't, I don't think you want to hit him. I think no. hitting him can be a problem. So what did they say, Joanne? Take the phone away from him. Joanne said take the phone away from him. Oh, yeah, that's, you know what you can do nowadays? You don't even have to take it. All you have to do is go online and deactivate it. It's it's great. Right. It's awesome. Um, how about this, Dad? This one is uh, close to home. Your granddaughter, Jacqueline, and Justin, her husband, discovered a bat in the house yesterday. A bat? A bat. And uh, they were not able to capture it. Do you have any suggestions about uh, uh, catching a bat? Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Uh Oh, you can't shoot him. <laughs> uh, you know, you get a flat piece of board. Uh, get get a, a board, okay. Yeah, get a board, a flat board, and smack the hell out of it. You want to, I don't think you can kill the bat. Some of them are endangered. You can't? No. Oh, I didn't know that. No, they're very beneficial to uh, to the outside. They eat all the bugs or a... a, a Hey, I lo- I'm looking at it right now. I got a picture of it for the audience to see. It, it's cute. I love them. I've, I've never seen it. I don't know. Okay, so you're... Have I ever seen a bat? I don't know. There's a lot of them up north uh, at dusk. You kind of look straight up and you can see them flying, ar- uh, uh, flying around, you know? I don't know. You need an expertise to tell you about that. All right, I think she has someone who's coming uh, to the house right now, and is gonna. And, and and you know what she did last night? She, uh, her, and Justin and the dog went to a hotel because they were afraid that the bat was gonna attack them when they slept. No, bats don't do that. 
Oh, yeah, they were convinced that the bat was going to attack and, and uh, suck their blood like Dracula or some, some shit. You know? <laughs> well, hey, I don't know. I don't think they will do that. I don't no. either. I think that's... that's they just not... scared of you that then as you know. That's so. what I try to tell them. That's what I try yeah. to tell them. Um, all right. Okay, next. Um, let's see. Dear Meathead. Uh, I'm a big hockey fan, Jimmy writes. All right. He says, uh, and I love the Stanley Cup. You know that trophy, Dad, the Stanley Cup? Oh, yeah. He says, if you could have the Stanley Cup for a week, Ruben and Joanne, what would you do with it? Well, I'm not that crazy about, you know, owning the cup or anything similar to that. Yeah. No, I. I don't know. I don't know. People, people really have some desires for something. Yeah. That uh, they have to do it to get it out of their system. So you, you know. Okay, so they have to have the Stanley Cup to get it out of their system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and keep it. Uh, I mean, what you want to keep it forever? No. So, so you know, it's just like one week because uh, the the way it goes is when their team wins the Stanley Cup, each player gets yeah. it, gets it for a week to like show it off. Would you? Uh, that that's okay. I'm, I think it's okay. It's a good thing. I thought, yeah, the way you were talking, I thought you were going to say that you were just going to put it out with the trash. No, oh, no, 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 no. That's that's my that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, but. Uh, no, just just keep it, uh, uh, embellish it, uh, uh, clean it, and all. Yeah, would you? I like, would. Yeah. I wouldn't pay any attention to it, yeah. as my personality is concerned. So, yeah. So they. I, I don't put that much value on it. So you'd uh, they bring the Stanley Cup in, and you might you might just take a leak in it. Okay, great. Uh, this person writes, Dear Meathead, I have two friends. They are madly in love with each other, but they deny it. They annoy everyone because they won't sleep with each other, and everybody thinks they should. How wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. This two, what Say that again from the beginning. They're, they're two male, female? Or no, what? no. There's a guy and a girl. And, oh, okay. All right. And, and they're madly in love with each other. But okay. they, but they like d- try to play coy and they deny it, and then all of the friend circle is like, "Come on, just you guys, just go and need to sleep with each other. Come on now." And then instead of uh, uh, doing that, they keep talking and interrupting important things. What 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 should we do with this couple? Ignore them. Quit talking to them. Quit associate with them. Ban them. Ban them. Yeah. Drop the ban hammer is what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything like that. Hey, if something is irritating you, you just get away from them, yep, right? Yeah, so it, w- it wouldn't help to just yell at them? No, just ignore them. Okay, that sounds good to me. I like that. Just ignore them. Yelling and all, all you do is just make them hate you. Finally, Dad, Nathan writes, Dear Meathead, 
If you had one wish, what would you wish for? To walk straight. To walk straight. Oh, my God. Uh, the one wish of any kind, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I would like to have about 15 people of any caliber, male, female, hanging around me, have nothing but friendship, care for each other, uh-huh. and just live a life of caring. Sounds like a Lord. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it sounds like. I really would. I love it, Dad. That's uh, that's wonderful. So that's that's my okay. analogy. That is your one wish. Got it. That's my wish. Um, all right, Dad. I'm looking back on some of my notes I took. The important things that you've shared with us today. Uh, one of them is keep your area clean. Yeah. Uh, you you'd want to take a pee in the Stanley Cup. And uh, you want yeah. you want to be surrounded by fifteen people of any caliber, male or female. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't mean for any activity. No, I know what you mean. Just be friendly, Leo. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, everybody loves you guys, and I love you very much. And, and I love you, and we love you. I love you too. I will. There you go. You I, got yeah. two loves right here. I will. Today is the seventh of June. Reminder: Tomorrow is your son Jim's birthday. And then, all right. Yeah, and then in eleven days from today, I'm coming over your house, and so is your son. Yes, we're having the shish kebab extravaganza. You know what? I have been thinking about you standing by a fire and cooking that stuff. You did it last time. Yep. I remember that. And I, I reached out to your son, Jim. I reached out to the Stongs. I reached out yes. to, to the Marquis. I reached out to Norman so he can he can uh, tell us about the cool stuff going on oh, at work. Boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And that'll be that'll be awesome. You won't get a chance to work, say a word well, age-wise. Hey, that's what I love. I love that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he can tell us what's going on in the assembly line at Dodge, and we'll be eating shish kebab. Um, I'm visualizing you standing by the fire cooking. I'll tell you, that is awesome. Okay, I love you. I love you too, honey. Don't forget to call Janet. I already did. Garcia called and wanted to know where we were going to take her. Yeah, I talked to Janet. I'll, I'll, uh, I haven't told you how that conversation went, but I, I did, I did, uh, I did talk to my cousin, and okay. uh, and I will fill you in on everything. I'll be out of the weekend, out of the country that weekend. Oh, uh, come on now. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. I'll talk All to right. you. All right. Okay. See ya. Uh, Thank you. Yep. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you, audience. Yes. Yes. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, dear Meathead. Again, brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Um, what he's referring to there is my aunt, his sister. She's seven years younger than Dad. She was um born the exact same day as him. 
St. Patrick's Day, seven years later. They live in San Francisco. Her daughter is bringing my aunt to Michigan. That is my cousin Janet, who I know pretty well. I uh, visited her um, hand, probably well, it was a little while ago, I guess, 2010. Um, but she's awesome. And uh, she's going to bring my aunt to visit my dad. And my dad's a big, oh, no, no, nobody come over. You know, it's, it's hard to get him to agree to have me come over. And uh, so now being that my dad's 89, Joanne's 87, they can't really like entertain. And, and Janet realizes that. But Joanne is uh, thinking like, oh, no, I got to I gotta do all this stuff. I got to, what am I going to do? How am I going to do that? Can you help me? She reached out to me. And I'm like, well, yeah, what, do you, what what are you thinking? And she's like, well, will you actually come and stay at our place and be like, almost like, uh, you know, engage them with things to do and, and help them get to it? Well, they'll have a car, but basically she's saying, um, can you uh, help show them around, take them fun places? And I go, well, of course I will. Are you kidding me? It's my family. I love my aunt so much. My aunt and my cousin. Uh, and my aunt is just, oh, my God. Um, that side of the family, you know, English is definitely a second language. Like, it is for my dad, too, but you'd never know it. Well, no, I guess you would know it. But my aunt is, it's a good idea to have my cousin, Janet, who speaks Armenian, around to translate. Because too often... She doesn't know what the fuck you're talking about because the English is, you know, she prefers to speak Armenian. That's what he's talking about. I know it's boring and long, but still. Uh, all right. Thank you to everybody. Get the limo and put on the gay magician's uh, suit, Chris writes. By the way, Chris sent one along that I could not read. Are you stoned? Uh, Chris wrote, this is what he wanted me to read to my dad. Hi, meathead. Americans are losing freedoms every day. I live in South Bigotsville, Alabama, and all I want to do is protect my First Amendment right to free hate speech. If I am inside the confines of my own trailer, is it too much to ask to have a cold schlitz at the end of the day and use the N-word when I am frustrated? Thank you for your wisdom and love. Sign. See, he's not going to get that. You can't. You can't try to be a goddamn comedian when it comes to your questions on Dear Meathead. And thank God I'm the filter. If I had asked him that, their heads would have exploded. I want you to think who the audience is here. He's going to be 90 next year. Let's, I mean, some of those other ones were fantastic. Tyler, uh, I asked it in a different way because it was already asked. He wrote, what should happen to someone who lies and steals money from the government? That's a great question. He can definitely handle that. This is why I tell you people, piffy, P-I-T-H-Y, short, sweet, to the point. Jimmy asked, what would you do with the Stanley Cup? Wonderful. So good. The one about the two friends that need to pork. That almost exploded his mind, blew his mind, uh, but still good. 
What would be your one wish? Perfect. Not I'm living in Bigotsville, USA, saying the N-word. Come on. By the way, did you see that image of the uh, of that bat? Oh my God, how awesome was that? Look at him. Let me share this with you. That is a look at he's terrified. Poor little fella. And and uh, and these idiots are freaking out. He could if you were if you two morons, Jackie and Justin, weren't so shitty at this. He would be right now flying around. Well, he'd be sleeping right now. But as soon as dark would fall, he'd be out eating bugs and saying, boy, I sure am happy that those nice people let me outside. I, I wasn't doing too well inside of the home. Come on, man. Anyway, I love that bat. I feel bad for the bat. I feel bad for the bat, and I don't feel bad for Jackie and Justin and the dog. Well, maybe the dog, but definitely not Jackie and Justin. My God. Uh, Ryan says, hey, Big Fraud, you're going to have to start putting disclaimers in your call out for questions. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, how many times have I had to say it? Don't be cute on the goddamn questions. Ashley says he was like, fuck those people. Ha ha ha. Where am I? What the fuck is going on here? Uh, get an Eric Zane Show podcast t-shirt. Go to ericzaneshow.com, click merch, buy a t-shirt. If you like. There's all sorts of different styles, different uh, types of shirts you can get. Ladies, kids, fat ass dudes. Uh, ericzaneshow.com. A&E Heating and Cooling. Invite you to call out to them. When it comes to um, getting your furnace clean, I, I got to send this to myself because it was texted to me and I can't access it. But if I send it to myself via email, it'll work. Oh, my God. Okay, give me a second. Because I've said to you before how if you don't get your AC unit serviced every year, all of that... um cottonwood and shit that's flying through the air right about now. I think it's called cottonwood. Uh, gets, it, it goes floating by your AC, which then pulls it into the unit. And um, it forms uh, like a bath rug on those fins. And you don't want those fins blocked because uh, that's where, you know, it's sucking the air in to cool your home. And if it has a hard time sucking the air in, look at that. Look at all of that shit on there. Yours has that right now. So this fan spins and then the air uh, comes in through that. And then that is eventually the starting the process. Or that is starting the process of cooling the air. But if it's struggling to get the air in, it works harder, longer, burns more energy, more wear and tear on the unit. And then you're shit out of luck because it breaks down because you're such an asshole. Joe will clean every bit of that off. Okay. Now he won't humiliate you like he does me. But this is what mine looked like. And that's what yours looks like, too, if you haven't done that. 
and don't be an asshole and take the cover off to see if it's fucked up and then decide whether or not you're going to call Joe. There's other things that need to be checked too. I know this. I could be a, uh, a actual salesperson in this industry because of my knowledge of this that Joe has taught me. He's in the audience right now, and he's loving the fact that I, I'm showing you this. If you have not called him ever, even if you wait like a year, it's this bad. Don't be such a dick that you let your shit become like this. I did this. Don't do this. Call Joe Martinez and get that thing serviced so that you can keep it. costs a lot of money to replace your AC. Don't let your air conditioner get as bad as EZs, says Amy. Uh, call Joe, 616-516-8579. Thank you, Joe, for sending that along. Makes my life easier in trying to encapsulate what I'm, uh, what I'm doing here. Thank you to Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. That's Kent. Drop the E out of you. If you're getting ready to start a flooring project, call Johnson's Discount Outlet. Uh, you can go and see them. They're right in uh, West Michigan, Granville, Michigan, on Chicago Drive, behind the Little Caesars, the discount outlet that's just down the street from the main showroom. Uh, lowest price for flooring in the entire state because they buy so much and put it on display, and then it just sells. That's it. It sells itself. Mention my name. Save an additional 10%. Thank you to Irvine, 616-532-6600. Love them. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Online at Irvine's.com. E-R-Vines. Irvine's.com, 616-532-6600. If it's as simple as an oil change or a wheel alignment, they can handle all that or more complex. Whatever it is you need done on your vehicle to keep it running soundly and safely on the road, they do it at Irvine's. If you are in Grand Rapids, Michigan, or surrounding areas, they are along 44th Street, side street known as Stafford, just a few blocks east of 131. Again, all this information's online at ervines.com. Okay, now I have been yapping like a crazed fool today. All right, um, what with the um, attack, the planned, coordinated attack uh, by Amanda and Kenny. Uh, the I've I've been um, debating this. This is this was a planned thing by Kenny and Amanda. They did phone sex last night, and then they said, "Hey, let's go out of our way to derail him." Depending on what he's talking about. Let's take the conversation in our own direction and get that old asshole pissed off. That's what we'll do. And uh, lo and behold, it worked. Now, that is the only logical explanation for that, considering, and then they they like me to get mad. It's all being trolled. Every, everything about this is, is a troll. I am being trolled by these lovers. And... They, it's kind of like a more involved Zaniac thing. You know how the Zaniacs, especially Dean, wanted to do it for the show. You know, I always thought it could be part of the show. Kenny and Amanda, when they're making love, 
talk about how they own the show. They are part of the show. That's why they intentionally did what they did today. Okay. It was Amanda's idea. That's why Kenny's only on the hook for 15%. But my point in bringing this all up again is because I really got lost on the show. I, I, I wasn't able to get done the things I wanted to get done. They were successful in their trying to derail the content. So, because of that, I wasn't able to, in a timely fashion, get all of my sponsors in because I was too busy screaming at them for this, which, from what I'm understanding by the audience, they seem to like when I get pissed off, so you're a bunch of psychopaths too. Uh, Okay, but, but, I'm taking the long way to explain, taking the long way and explaining to you that I have more sponsors and then the show's over. That's it. The show's done. You can advertise with me by sending me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I'd appreciate that. I can tell you how it works. Just like my friends at the Kent County Health Department. Accesskent.com slash health, 616-632-7200. I'm giving it about a 5% chance that they will be hanging around with your old pal, Easy. I'm getting a funny feeling that their run on marketing may be over. I think I have a person in my corner and then a person who is not in my corner. We shall see. I'm going to try my hardest to keep them on because I love them. Uh, go to accesskent.com slash health if you need information about the WIC program, personal health services, or immunizations for the little ones, which you can get for little or no cost if you qualify. There's a car dealership with the Eric Zane Show podcast, Sarah Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A. SarahHondaGranville.com. In Granville, Michigan, along Kennewa Avenue, just north of 44th Street. Test drive a brand new Honda today. Oh, my God, you're going to love your Honda. Uh, I'm partial to hybrids. I have two. And uh, one is the car Jackie uses. Uh, she's like, yeah, hey, I'm thinking about getting a new car. I'm thinking about getting one of those Broncos. I go, oh, yeah? She says, yeah, I'm going to trade in the, uh, the, the uh, Civic Hybrid. I'm like, yeah, that's not your car. That, that's my car. You're not going to trade in my car. Well, you gave Jim a car. Jim didn't go to college. Shut up. My fucking kids. Jesus. Can you imagine growing up and your parents just said, here's a car. I think I spoil these kids. Anyway, they also have Michigan's largest selection of certified pre-owned vehicles. Sarah Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A, HondaGranville.com. Last but not least, if you need money out of your home, if you've owned it for a little while and you want to pay off a high interest credit card debt, or you want to pay to have a bad exterminator come to your house or redo your roof or whatever the hell, get money out of your home. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. They'll work tirelessly 
to help you out. Also, if it's your first mortgage, they love first mortgage people. First time home buyers. 231-332-6505. Anywhere in the U.S. Now, everywhere. And voted number one by their peers. Red carpet, five-star service. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, the asshole of the day today. Uh, yesterday it was pedophiles. Um, now this one is, uh, well, this is easy. I mean, everybody agrees that uh, the asshole of the day is Kenny. <laughs> Brought to you by TC Paintball. This is all part of his grand plan to get back at me. There you go. That is your Eric Zane Show podcast for this, the 7th of June. I'll talk to you down the road, folks. Thank you, and bye-bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.